Only time will tell. And right now, her lips are sealed. So that's something that I wrote this morning. And there's a million things floating around in the ether of my life today. Good, bad, hard, easy, beautiful, caring, rough, barbed, just so many things and I just felt, sometimes I feel like I just want to open up my throat and see what flows through from the heart. So in yoga we talk about the heart chakra, the throat chakra and the third eye chakra which is uh, your forehead between your eyes is the third eye chakra and and there was this beautiful part in my teacher training where we looked at the throat that it's such a narrow channel on the body it's delicate it can be broken literally physically it's thin it's narrow and it's the the passage between your heart and your head and so often we lock it, we stop it from flowing, we, we can't speak our truth or our heart doesn't want to know what our head is thinking, our head doesn't want to know what our heart is thinking and just keeping that channel open, the connection, the communication between head and heart and communicating from a place of head and heart, it's a beautiful thing and I love at the start of a class warming up the neck, feeling that stretch. Often we feel the tension in our neck and our shoulders. It's one of those centers where it's delicious when people work on it with a massage, needling their fingers into that part of the flesh, into that delicate chamber, into that passageway of communication from these two magical centres of head and heart and that's where my podcasts come from sometimes I feel a build up of pressure in my neck and I'm like I want to speak but I don't yet know what I want to say and so I just open her up I open up that channel of throat and allow head and heart to flow and I just encourage you if you're ever thinking about doing a podcast just play you don't have to actually publish it. Just just allow your heart and your head to flow through this beautiful channel that is so often underused. It's like a, I suppose, a stairway or a corridor where you often just leave bits of crap lying around. It's not a loved centre because often you don't hang out there. So just clearing that centre and just allowing the beauty to dwell there, the beauty to flow through it, it's an amazing experience. It is really beautiful. And today, I think today's message is going to be on trust. So, I was talking to a friend recently about the experience of trust that sometimes it gets broken when we really love and we feel that experience of love for somebody or something in our heart. And then they let us down, or they hurt us, or they just being human. And it really hurts our heart because they're on the inside of our heart. And the heart's a delicate center, and when they hurt you from the inside of your heart, 
Your heart wants to eject them, it wants to close. And that's trust closing down. It's like the flower of trust, it shuts. And your heart shuts and you stop flowing. It'd be lovely if you could stop trusting and keep flowing, but it's like you can't. You just can't flow when you don't trust. And I had that recently in a dance workshop. Something happened and I experienced a deep, deep level of distrust. And somebody else in the room at the end shared that they'd experienced a deep, deep level of trust. And I knew that I'd been the shadow of that. I was the deep, deep distrust. And with my distrust, I physically could not move. My arms wouldn't move. My head wouldn't move. My legs would barely move. And all I wanted to do was curl up in the darkest corner and disappear. I couldn't trust. Didn't trust anybody there. I just wanted to dissolve and disappear. And the lack of flow was astounding because I'm actually quite good at flowing and I could not flow without trust. I was like, what is this lack of trust? And the next day I woke up and it didn't matter how many people had messaged me, how much love they'd given me, I felt unloved. I felt like that kid at school that I'd once been that looked in the mirror once and I can still remember looking in that mirror and thinking, what's wrong with me? I'm not pretty enough, I'm not clever enough, there's something not right because I'm not getting the amount of love that my heart needs. And you imagine that when you're at school as being like the most popular girl or somebody falling in love with you or getting the best grades. Excuse the drilling in the background, it's the (laughs) neighbours. And... I felt like that girl and I was like but why and why did that girl feel like that at school and then a memory bubbled up and it was a memory of me as a child so my dad had moved out and I loved my dad he was an explosion of excitement he had a lot of problems a lot of problems but he was always very exciting and adventurous both of my parents were and he would always take me off on adventures to caves and gorges and pubs and just crazy places and I sat I can still remember sitting on my mum's bed waiting for him to turn up to take me on this adventure and he didn't turn up and the minutes they turned to hours and the hours they turned to days and the days turned to years and for years I didn't hear from him no cards no birthday, greetings no Christmas, anything just left abandoned and when I was 17 I found him and I went to see him but that was 10 years later 10 years of of having loved somebody and they just dropped you and my mum said to me one day it broke her heart as a kid I looked at her and I said mum why did dad leave was I wasn't I pretty enough she's like no of course it's not you and then she said the next question a while later was mum was I not clever enough she's like no 
it's not you, babes, it's him. Don't worry, it's not you. And that's what children do. They internalise. And they're like, what is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why don't you love me? I must not be lovable. And that deep wound carries around as an adult and it can manifest in a million different unconscious ways and there's this gnawing hole inside of I'm not lovable there's something in me that will never be enough to receive the kind of love that my heart feels that it needs and as I had this gnawing ache in my heart yesterday I just felt like there was no position that I could be within myself where I would feel comfortable everything felt uncomfortable and I was uncomfortable within my own skin there was no comfort there was no comfort and I couldn't understand it and so I prayed I was baking I was baking for my yoga class that night and as I baked I spoke to the universe to God to grace to the powers that be that we cannot see and I just chat I don't tend to give it a name I just chat to this force that I feel of love I've felt since I was a kid and I talk like I talk to you over a cup of tea and I just said I feel so sad today I feel like I'm not enough I feel like I'll never be loved enough like I need inside And I just wondering, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do the things that other people can do sometimes? Why do I freeze? Why does it hurt? What's wrong? Please help me to let go of everything that I need to let go of. Please help me to feel loved. And that was it. There was nothing else to say. And shortly later, a message pinged through on my phone from my friend who used to be my yoga teacher and she's still my teacher as much as she's my friend and the message said I've just had the strongest feeling to message you I've had to pull my car over and I'm in my car crying as I message this to you right now I can feel so much love for you right now I feel like your mum is with me. I feel like you're a link in a chain, that you're linked to so many people and that link will not break. They walk beside you. You belong. The chain isn't broken. And your mum is here. And you're connected to the universe. And that was the kind of message it was. And that also, she said, if you need to let go, let go and you will be caught. You'll be caught. There will be hands underneath you. If you need to let go, just let go. You will not fall. And as soon as I read the words, it was like the pressure inside that was making my skin hurt. It was building so strong. It burst. It's like my skin burst and this flood of tears poured out. And I sobbed. And I could feel the love that she was talking about, the love that I'd felt as a child. And I could feel my mum, I could feel her love, I could feel the love of the people that surrounded me that I belonged to. And I could feel the love of the universe. And that I belonged. 
that I wasn't floating in space like I felt, that I wasn't like dust on the ground, just grey and used. And this feeling of trust bubbled up where there'd been no trust, that I couldn't get close to others because I wasn't enough, and it dissolved in the light, just like, just like water evaporates in the sunlight. This emotion evaporated and I was warmed and dried where I'd been damp and boggy. And she phoned me, my friend phoned me and I cried and she cried on the phone and we talked from our hearts. I told her where I was at, I told her what had happened. I told her the memories that were coming up and how awful they felt and that they were still living within me how one dance or a lack of a dance could remind you of being a child feeling a certain way at school and then it all traced back to one moment of abandonment where your trust was utterly shattered and it wasn't that you stopped trusting that person it was that you stopped trusting your ability to be loved And it's a powerful thing, is trust. That through little moments in life, where someone comes along as this fragile being with this delicate heart and they place their heart in your hands and they say, I trust you with my life. Here I am. I'm opening up to you. I put my hand in your hand. I allow you to walk beside me. I allow you to come to my house. I allow you to be in my life and they trust you and it's a breathtaking moment and I once had that with a cat. She was a stray or I thought she was a stray. She acted like a stray. Her fur was matted. She was, turned out she was actually loved by an owner but she was wild. So for nine months every time she saw us, she would bolt. If she saw anybody, she would bolt, literally for nine months. And I adore cats, I'm a cat magnet. I'd never known a cat so terrified. It was really heartbreaking to see that I'd just assumed she was astray. And one day as I sat in the garden, and a, and a, a very dearly loved friend of mine had, had been treating me really badly. They were angry at somebody else who was more powerful than them. They couldn't take it out on this person, so they took it out on me. And for weeks, I was treated really badly. And one day I came home in tears. I just couldn't take it anymore. I'd loved them so much. And they were treating me this way. And my trust was utterly shattered. And I sat in the garden alone. And my heart actually said very clearly, it's now on a thread... I feel like I will never trust again the way that I've been able to trust up to now. And it was clear and I felt afraid. I was like, what would a life without trust look like? And it looked bleak, but I had no choice. My heart was, I can't do this. I can't love and be treated like this again. It hurts too much. I choose not to trust. I choose to preserve my heart. And in that moment, that little wild cat was watching me. I couldn't believe she was actually watching me. And slowly, slowly, she crept closer. 
and she crept so close that I touched her fur and she didn't run away. She chose to trust me in that moment where my trust was just about to snap. And from then on, she placed her little life into my hands. She was my shadow. Everywhere I went, she went. She wanted to sleep with me. She just wanted to be in my arms. She was the most loving, devoted cat. And she went from no trust to absolute trust in the blink of an eye. And it was one of those universal moments where my trust was given back to me through the frailty of this beautiful little feline heart that for God knows what reason, in that moment, decided to give me my trust back. She decided to place her heart in my hands. And my heart, it came alive again. It came alive. And my friends, they got over their issue and we loved each other like we'd never lost that love. And everything turned around. And so I just say to you today that listen to your heart, it's fragile. It's fragile and it can get broken, but when you live without trust, your heart can't breathe, it can't flow. And that channel of your throat, it gets locked up. You live in your head and it's just, You were born with a heartbeat. You were born to feel. You were born to place that heart into the trust of others. And so in tiny, tiny little ways, with baby steps, I just ask you to think about how you can flow with your heart today. How can I trust today? What can I trust? It might just be with a flower. It might be with a book opening up to another, it might be with a friend, it could even be with a stranger, who knows, but the story of trust is one of the most precious, precious moments, one of the most precious moments that I'll never forget with that wild little cat.